Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right, well, you've popped your podcast on. I've just uh, popped my bread in, and that is very soon going to be toast, all thanks to my gorgeous four-slot classic jewelet toaster. Oh, do you want one? Do you? Of course you do. All you've got to do is go to dualit.com, D-U-A-L-I-T.com, slash toasterpod, and then you will... Just hang on. Oh, that's oh, that's browning really nicely. Yeah, so dualit.com, D-U-A-L-I-T, dualit.com, slash toasterpod, and you could be winning a four-slot classic toaster, sandwich cages, oh, a classic kettle, a taster pack, of compostable coffee bags and a travel mug. All thanks to our friends at Julit who are bringing you today's episode of My Mate Bought a Toaster. But listen, don't take it from me that these toasters, that this kit is brilliant. Take it from the Amazon reviews. Excellent classic, says JR. Designed to last probably longer than JR did. That's a reference to a TV show from a long time ago. He says it looks superb. Andy says the build quality is fantastic. Gives off 60s vibes. Someone else says I bought my parents one 30 years ago. And they still use it regularly. These things are built to last, much like me. So do yourself a hang on, just oh, well, that looks good. Do yourself a favour. Go to dualits d u a l i t dot com slash toasterpod. Get stuck in, and good luck. On with the show. Oh, well, here we go once more. Once more unto the My Mate Bought a Toaster Series 7 Breach. That's my way of telling you, dear listener, uh, this is the final one for this series. Don't worry, there'll be more. We've commissioned another series, and by we've, I've decided to do some more. Uh, So they'll be back in probably September time. So, you know, don't unsubscribe, will you please? Alex Brooker today, wonderful, wonderful guest. I recorded it in his flat, so apologies in advance uh, for the fact he doesn't live in a sound studio. Um, But it's a great episode. He's a top, top guy. Looking forward to you hearing this one. He talks about Steve Jones. Listen out for the Steve Jones reference. It's delightful. Great TV presenter, Steve Jones. Shall I get Steve on next series? Let's do that. Um, He talks about his biggest life lesson. Uh, He talks about his disability. He's very honest and frank about that, as you'd expect him to be. Also very funny about that as well, because Alex is absolutely glorious. And I loved spending an hour of my life with him. And I really hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, get stuck in. Enjoy yourselves. Alex Brooker, welcome to My Mate Bought a Toaster. Also, welcome to your own flat. Yeah, yeah, welcome. Welcome to Stone's Throw from the Emirates Stadium. Normally when people say that, I'm like, I'm a terrible thrower of a ball. Mate. It's that close. Even I could throw it. <laughs> when you say it's a Stone's Throw, that's one of my stones. So we're talking 
Like very, just let that's how how close we 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 it's are we are. And, mate, and obviously you're a massive Spurs fan, so this must be. <laughs> would you throw just like massive balloons yeah. of piss? Oh, mate! I mean, you Get can actually me. throw that balcony. Yeah, you could throw something onto the pitch from here. Eight minutes, eight minutes from my sofa to my seat in the ground <sighs> in the Emirates. So yeah, that's it's amazing, incredible. Eight minutes from your sofa to your seat, uh, and now what we're going to do is we're going to get up to fifty-seven miles an hour, and we're going to go back in time. Yes. Okay. Yes. That is the plan i have got a delightful little ipad sitting on my lap it's not my usual one it's it's your ipad alex which you've handed yeah. over to me um you can't see anything on this can you no okay. no i can't you haven't looked at it. i've got no idea good so i'm looking forward good so uh the earliest order we can go back to on here yeah do you have any idea Jim, when you first started no, no idea mate absolutely no clue 2013. Okay. It was the start of my TV career. So I'm, I can imagine I've ordered some absolute random, yeah. random stuff. What's my... Well, the first thing you buy on the 27th of March 2013 is a framed Brian Clough classic quote football photo memorabilia. <laughs> I, I know what that was. So Good. that was a present for Matt Ford, oh. who was writing with me on Last Leg. So we just finished the first ever series of Last Leg. Right. The very first one after the Paralympics was the start of 2013. And that was his end of series present, was because oh. uh, a, he's a massive Forest fan. Yes, of course. Yes, so that was that was Fordy's present from me. He never mentions that he's a Forest fan as well, but <laughs> that's an exclusive already on today's episode. So um, isn't that nice? The first thing yeah. I bought on Amazon was a present for someone else. And what's really nice, it says a lot about you as well. Well, Alex, because yeah. um, it's beautiful because, uh, you know, you're there front and centre on the TV earning a lot of money and you spent twenty four ninety nine on him. Yeah, That's... so just at the time, you've got to bear in mind, we didn't know how long... Like, I didn't... If I'd have known then that last leg would have been going 10 years later, mate... You'd have gone two. You'd have gone two. Got, he'd, have got, he'd have got that and probably something else. You'd, so. have, ex- you'd have exhumed Brian Clough. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. And so this, this is great. So that's a perfect indication for us. The first thing shows us exactly where you are in your life, Alex, because this incredible thing has happened to you. You've gone from being uh, a journalist, right? Yeah. And then suddenly uh, the Paralympics comes along, you do the last leg, yeah. and Channel 4 go, you're gone then. Yeah, Channel 4 were like, yeah, we we'll, we'll, do you want to come and uh, we're, we're going to... I mean, we did the show the last leg of the year at the end of 2012 and they said you know it's going to be not all of it's going to be Paralympics it's a year year roundup so we're going to talk about the news and we're like well we just mainly talk about sport don't we can we do it about the news Uh and then we went just why not and literally you know it was that that was that was where it it started again and as I said yeah gosh when I bought that for made that first Amazon Amazon purchase for 40. <laughs> I'll tell you now, so if you'd have said to me, by the way, you're still going to be doing this in 10 years' time, I'd have gone absolutely no hope. No hope. I originally had a 10-day contract with Channel 4. No. Covered just the Paralympics, and then I was out on the year after that. So much so, I nearly turned it down. Because at the time, you know, we were just still coming out of the financial crisis and things like that. And I remember my dad saying to me, I, was, I had a job as a journalist. Yeah. You know, I worked for the Press Association. Yeah. Solid job, yearly wage. Yeah. And he was like, you're turning it, you're basically blowing it all. On a Everything you work for on a 10-day contract. And I was like, yeah, but it could lead somewhere good. And he was like, it could lead to you just trying to get your old job back. And it was, yeah, mate, it was, that was, it was, um, 
it's incredible to think now of what the, the kind of the sliding doors moments involved in it. It's proper Dreamtown stuff. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it is. It's pro- it is crazy when when I look back at the audition in 2010 mm. and, you know, then I was just looking for another journalism job. That's the only reason I applied was because Channel 4, it was an advert saying, um, it literally, it genuinely, always remember, it was like, um, are you disabled? And I was like, yeah. Um, uh, do you have a background in the media, in particular journalism? I was like, yeah, mm, doing, I'm doing that at the moment. It's yeah. like, do you have a background in sport, specifically Paralympic sport? And literally, obviously, I was a sports journalist at the time, and I'd just been talent spotted that year for the Paralympic rifle shooting team. So I was like, I've got the hat trick here. And genuinely, it might sound bad, but I just thought, there can't be that many of us. <laughs> like, I don't know that many other disabled people alone, let alone in the industry, yeah. let alone in, in sport. So I was just like, I mean, I've got a 25% chance of getting... There'll be four of us that go for but it. But also, you're really fucking good. I'll tell you what, if you'd have seen the, the, the early stuff, the, the audition thing and that. But even with that, mate, that was... Yeah. That was... Um, I left it to, you had to upload a video to YouTube and it was what you do three minutes of Channel 4 airtime. So it's a video, everyone's had to be three minutes. Yeah. It was the last day, the very last day you could submit your application. Yeah. There was an online form with it. And my mate Russ had a, he had a production company, a little production company in Leeds would do like school prospectuses, stuff like that. Yeah. And it, I wrote this script out, this silly little script. So is it you piece the camera? It was, yeah, me pitching basically that me and Steve Jones were going to go around the world um, doing a show where it's just us getting going on nights out. <laughs> <laughs> and basically getting on it was the show that was pitched. And it was leading up to that. And I'd seen a picture of him from like T4 or something like that. And he had this blue, this like blue uh, V-neck jumper on, like a, a white shirt underneath, and I literally had the same thing on. Oh, so it was like how I dressed the same, so it was like, look, we look alike. <laughs> and it was like really tongue in cheek. Anyway, my mate was like, I don't have time to do it today, I'm really sorry. I was like, ah, oh, don't worry, it was a load, it was a load of rubbish anyway. Jeez. And literally, I was like, I'm going into town to get my hair cut anyway, so don't worry about it. And I'm talking like, I was like, I'm done. Like, so I didn't even, I wasn't upset. Oh. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I was going to do that. Went into town, got me hair cut. And I remember him going to me, uh, he rang me and he was like, I've just looked at the script again. He's, he's like, this is good. Mm. Come and do it. Mm. I think I'll, I'll make time for you now. And then I was hey, like... Who is this guy? This is your mate, so this, is my, this is my mate. And genuinely, if he'd never have called me back, never would have uploaded it. I could have done it on my phone. He had a camera. I never would have uploaded it. It was the very last night. That's... I went in... I went in... It's like proper sliding doors. And if he'd never have called... Even when he called me back, I was like... Oh, do you know what? I can't be bothered now. Mm. I'm knackered. And he was mm. like, come on, come over. This, this is we, we record this YouTube video. You see it, by the way. It's in like this. It's like, I'm Alex Brocco. I'm a journalist. I live in Leeds. And that's the, the opening. And it's like, basically, the backdrop is Kirkstall Road in Leeds. Wow. And it is, yeah, it was just filmed in his in his studio in, in Leeds. And fair play to him because he edited it together for me. This there is and then work. He did it really quickly. Got it in the last, I'm talking like, I'd probably say, yeah, a few hours before the, the, the deadline at midnight, um, uploaded the form and the video. And yeah, it, wow. again, it's, it's real, as I said, it's real sliding doors moments, all of it. There's a, there's a lot, I'm not going to sit and go, ah, 
I knew I'd make it. No. I knew I'd make it on yeah, television yeah. for for eleven years. It's it's luck. It's it's there's a huge amount of of luck yeah. involved. The fact that the show were me, Adam, and Josh never met, hadn't met Josh until the very first last leg. Yeah. Didn't know the geezer. Um, somehow we're all very different, but it works. Mm. It's worked, and it's like again, it's all luck. Is yeah. it? There is luck. It's a huge amount of. It's incredible, of luck. but a huge loss to the Paralympic rifle team. <laughs> yeah, do you know what um, I mean? Those do you know guys. What? It is. Um, I'd actually. Do you know what the mad thing is, uh, Tom? I'd, I'd quit. So before I applied to Channel Four, I'd quit the rifle team already. And the reason why I didn't like it is because I'd never been around other disabled people before. It made me really self-conscious. So I'd quit in like, I started in the February and I quit in the July. So I only lasted five months, literally just ditched it. Did you, did you tell them that's why you were quitting? What did no, you, what no, did I didn't. <laughs> I, I just said, oh, I don't like, this isn't for me. But I'll be honest with you now, rifle shooting. So I say television's a lot of luck. Rifle shooting is the most naturally good I've ever been at anything. I, I literally went there to cover um, this talent spotting day. They were trying to hold for disabled people for 2012. Yeah. I went to cover it for my company. Obviously, it's being disabled. I tried some of the sports out. It was a nice feature piece. And I tried rifle shooting and literally straight away, 10, 10. 10, straight away. And then the boat's like, hang on a minute, let's get, some, get someone else over. One of the other coaches come in and like, keep going. It was like nine, 10, 10. And it was ridiculous. And it is, I was so good at it. I was, I could like, it was, I was, and I never big myself up, but I'm telling you now, rifle shooting, I was good at. And I just ditched it. Did I you have any idea it. that you had that skill? You just went along as a journalist to try something yeah, out? Yeah, no, I had no idea. I just part of you think now, when, as a journalist, if you go to anything, you're like, Hello, horse, uh, horse riding. Here we go. No, I know from the last leg and all the sports we've done on that that there wasn't. But I remember I went there and I wanted to get in the table tennis. There was table tennis because I, with my hands, I can still, I've got the pen grip. Yeah. So I'm actually can hold a table tennis uh, paddle quite well. Right. I was like, I'm going to get in for this. But then they put me in the group with the other people with prosthetic legs. Right. And that's like, that's not the restriction to me playing this. So mm. I was playing with people with the same legs as me, but not the same hands. So this... I was getting absolutely hammered. And again, rifle shooting, yeah. I wanted to go home. I went home in the sulk. That was the last one. I said, I'm not doing it. And my boss was like, Alex, you've got to try all of them. My if God. you don't, you better not come back and not try all of them. I've got this image of you throwing your air rifle down in a strike. I did, I did. Forget it. Um, oh, there sorry, was one, sorry. The thing with rifle shooting is it's an hour and a half of competition. Yeah. 60 shots. Yeah. And to be to win a competition, it's not just getting a 10, it's within the like inner 10, so it's like 10.8, 10.9. It's it's perfection. Yeah. And it's an hour and a half. And I remember doing one and it was like I was I was in about something like 46 shots, and the whole idea is repet, repet, yeah. repetition. Yeah. The breathing, the shots, oh all the same time, and monotonous over yeah. and over again. It becomes second nature. And I remember doing it. And I was just like, I was doing so well, absolutely nailing it. One, just skews wide, I get a six, and I'm like, fucking, 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 through the the air rifle, on the on the kind of the the um the big like kind of range thing. Got a yellow card. I was like, fuck. And it was like, I didn't have the the right mentality as well. Oh, but that's good. Subscribe, rate, review. 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 Subscribe, rate, review.
subscribe and rate and review to my maple toaster. And don't forget to say something nice. So I bet you people wow. didn't, listening to this, won't have gone, bet you I know what they're going to talk about for the first 10 minutes. <laughs> Is um, Brian Clough and uh, Rafa shooting. That's why I so, love this show. So, That's yeah. why I love this show. Okay, great. All right, Alex, this is excellent. All right, so that is April 2013. The other thing you bought uh, that year, uh, you bought some tea and then you bought um, now foods, healthy foods, some maple. You spent 30 fucking quid on maple syrup. I spent more on maple syrup than what I did on Fordy's present. <laughs> that was the other half of it. He absolutely yeah. loves pancakes. Um, so yeah. what have I bought? Tea? Yeah. Green tea? Yeah, but, Great. Yeah. Oh, so I did a documentary for Channel 4 in 2014 called, um, it was meant to be, it was called My Perfect Body. Yeah. And it was about male body image and it was about weight loss. And as part of it, I did the Beyonce, uh, well, it, was a, it was a juice diet, the lemon juice diet. Have oh, you yeah, heard yeah. of that? It was one Beyonce had done it at the you time. You change your acidity levels. Yeah, so nonsense. basically all you have for a week is... Um, so it's basically it's water, yeah. two tablespoons of maple syrup, two tablespoons of fresh squeezed lemon juice and cayenne pepper. You mix it up in a glass. The rest of it is water. You have between six and 12 glasses of that a day. That's so hang all on. you have That's to like do. the sort of peripherals on pancake day. Yeah. It's pancake day, yeah. but every day and with yeah. no pancakes. Yeah, apart from the cayenne pepper. I don't know who's having oh, that. Yeah, <laughs> so I did that. That's what that was for. Was this um was this maple syrup? Yeah. And um, I quid. lost I lost I remember The, the Will first, to Live? The first, I did. I was so I couldn't go out. It was horrible. I remember the I lost I think it was about twelve pounds in a week. Oh, and then nice. I went into training, kept it off, and I looked fantastic after. Oh. God. But then that's part of the documentary, right? Did you talk about how much better you felt about yourself because you looked better? Well, yeah, yeah, stuff oh. like that. But also, I'd been to the gym, so I kept it off by going to the gym. Yeah. I was so skinny. Um, oh. It was, it was uh, crazy. Actually, like, I think one of those... Uh, the photo's up there with, with my brother. There's a beautiful montage of There's one of us where he's got, I'm in a yellow shirt. That was 2014, so that's oh, a year yeah. later. So you can see how much skinnier I am <laughs> compared to now where I'm like plump yeah. and I've just given it up. That's the problem with putting pictures up on your wall, yeah, mate. Yeah, it is, mate. the before it is. and you're the after. Yeah, it's 100%. You don't need it's, that. It's 100%. Yeah. Okay, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right, so here you are. Your TV career is underway. That's 2013. Yeah. Um, let's move on to 2014. Oh, now, here we go. That's right, okay. Uh, you bought, uh, 22nd of October, you bought a bunch of Mini love hearts. Yeah. Just being a bit flirty. Do you know what? I don't even know what they were for. 20, Maybe I... 20 packs of mini love hearts for £11.70. That's weird. And slightly sinister if you're leaving those around in people's dressing rooms and things they, like that. They weren't like the favours for our wedding. No, they weren't, because oh. we had M&Ms. When did you get Maybe married? I just... 20, on November 2014, so yeah. I was thinking whether I'd bought them for that. But no, yeah. we had... Um, I think they might have been in there on the tables that's as well. Right. That's yeah, got wedding written all over it, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It says here, contact seller. Do you want me to get in touch? It's very nice. Any <laughs> feedback? Good love hearts. Good love hearts. Um, come on, yeah, love hearts on that scale. So you can, no t- one... as you can tell, it's cl- it was a classy affair. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> all the tables, I remember all the tables are named after Arsenal players. Oh, my God. Are you yeah. an Arsenal fan? Oh. <laughs> Which, hang on, so with that in mind, you've you got to be sitting on Wenger. I was, I no, you. I was on the, the top tables, Henri... Okay. Then it was uh, it was different. So it was, there was a Venga table. Um, mm. There was Venga table. Perez, Perez, Wilshire, yeah. Charlie George, Tony Adams. Mm. There was a Seaman table. <laughs> 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 Bit of fun, isn't it? 
Yeah. Good. Put some more ice, mate. Send them there on the seat. No, if it's the same as what you want to do is you want to put couples who've never met. Are you trying yeah, to match, mate? Because no, then you could just say, come and sit next to him. He's a keeper. Do you know what I mean? There, there we go. go. You know. It writes itself. That's superb. Um, yeah. um, and also, look, you bought, again, I'm assuming this is for the wedding, Kiss Garage presented by DJ Luck and MC Neat. Oh, mate, that was a CD. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you remember, Sorry. I had it first time around mm. and then I'd lost it. And then I was like, those Kiss Garage presents uh, Luck and Neat, those albums were absolutely unreal. They were such good albums. They were yeah. like the soundtrack to kind of my sick form years. Absolutely. Banger after banger. Oh, you've got the sunshine. Twice as nice. Oh. oh, yeah. You've got the sunship mix of Tell me uh, that it's real. Days. Oh, there's seven. There's yeah, also yeah, yeah. Tell me that it's real on there, Casey and JJ. Just bangers. You've got to be uh, you've got to be looking at a first dance here. Weed is all we need, Mad Lion. That's your first <laughs> dance. Right this is beautiful. You see what's happened already? Yeah. What a format, Alex. Already we have seen the career kicking off, and now here's your beautiful. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that I don't think that was I think that was just for the car, mate. Okay. That one. Okay. So it's not for I'm not gonna. Maybe it was the car on the way to the wedding, yeah? Cool. No, right, fine. No, 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 that was, no, no, that was not, no. 2015 then, Alex Brooker. Let's find out where you're at now in 2015. Uh, only two orders in 2015. Whoa! Tightening really? my belt. I think so. Yeah. What's going on there? Uh, you bought a couple of things. You bought a three-metre mini display port to HDMI adapter. That's for the MacBook Pro. Oh, uh, yes. I got that so you can play, so you don't, if, basically... So I could watch Sky on telly. You can plug it, can't you? From yes. your lappy yeah. into from your Mac into. Are you a gadget kind of guy? I... No, that was that was something that somebody told me about. Yeah. Also, I used to use that for like you know if you do go and do like a a talk or something like that. Like I used it at a university for a PowerPoint presentation, yeah, 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 yeah. play clips and stuff like that. That way you're blagging your way through your hour. What's the headline news when you go back and then and you do those? Talks to students, and I love that. Yeah, by the way, to get yeah, through yeah. the hour, get some clips on. Yeah, hundred percent. Here's my best bits, guys. Yeah. What's the What's the headline thing? Do you just go in and go? I don't know. I just, you know. I think it's I. I what's the advice I've given them? I love doing it. I love because I, I love patronising. Patronising is my natural state of mind. I love yeah. to go back and go. All right, kids. They were. I remember they were like they were so like was like they were like oh what's the biggest lesson you learned at university? Beautiful. And I just had to really think about it. And then I just went, you don't know true fear until you can't find your leg after a one-night stand. <laughs> and I'm telling you now, you don't. And you'll never know this because for you, all of your limbs are attached. For now. But if you wake oh up and you don't know where you are and you don't know who, who the other person is and you're like, how the, how the fuck have I got here? And then you go, where the fuck is my leg? And you can't go, and you're like stuck. I remember finding this leg, the panic. I didn't know where it was. And it was, as anyone know, student like halls. The curtains are thick as anything. So it was underneath his curtain. I remember trying to lean to try and like get it. And obviously I don't have what you'd call reach. So it was like, I remember just kind of hoping it had like, ping into me hand like a lightsaber <laughs> and I was going to get the sheer force of will yeah well, I remember thinking oh this is going to be weird because the girl's going to wake up next to you know I, you know, I don't want to wake her up and I don't really know what's going on it's like I don't it's going to be going to be weird so I need to get out of there did and she I know that imagine, you had a prosthetic like no I don't know I did, it wasn't the sort of no I, I would have assumed I would have assumed not mm. and it's not the sort of thing that you want to go surprise <laughs> 
<laughs> do you think you threw it off in passion? I, do you know what? The story of how that leg got under the curtain is much better than the story I'm telling you now. And I'll never know it. Kinda like bread, but I really love toast. And wish toast to could I say I love the most. The four slot machine to toast my bread. The answer simply stuck in my head. Cause there never could be another kind. It's only Juliet that's on my mind. It's only Juliet that's here to stay. It's only Juliet that takes my bread away. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for smooth, glowing skin. While the Glow and Go Facial Set provides spa-level results at home. Both sets come in giftable boxes with savings up to $48 and free shipping for a limited time. For 10% off your first order site-wide, go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM. If you're looking for another podcast to listen to after you finish today's episode of My Mate Bought a Toaster, you should check out False Economy. They're friends of the show. They're very funny indeed. And in a way, quite similar. They go through people's spending habits, their shopping habits, the mistakes, the successes, the best bargains, the most embarrassing things they've bought, the weirdest stuff they've bought, all that stuff. Very good. Hosted by the fabulous Vix Layton and Andrew O'Neill. Uh, they've had some wonderful guests on, including Esther Manito, Callie Beaton, Lily Phillips. Loads of brilliant people talking about everything they've bought. I can definitely recommend, by the way, the episode with Catherine Bohart in. This is quite useful for me. I can go through all their guests, get the best ones. I mean, they've got a lot of good ones. Catherine Bohart, very, very funny comedian uh, and she went on uh, and talked about her fancy exercise gear and uh, constant need to buy chests of drawers we've all got it Catherine. anyway that is false economy available wherever you get your podcasts i do these talks i've done them all like yeah, you know I kind of i haven't done one for a while the old what they call the old inspirational talks yeah that exactly. sort of business it's just a little it's tenth just... thing to go back it's that thing though, isn't it when you get to a certain age and you go well, maybe I do know something. Oh, shit. And on the train there, no, I'm not I'm sure. Obs- I'm, the thing is, though, I'm obsessed with the, the idea of inspiration because it's like one of those things that's just thrown around. Yeah. To, to, to most people is a word that they will never be described. As a disabled person, it's your default. So the second I was born... People were thinking I'm inspirational and I have done fuck all <laughs> apart from exist. And that's a level of inspiration. And basically what I've done in this 
39 years since is I've started at Inspiration. I've tried to work my way back because that's your it's default. It's a lot like Trump with his inheritance. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He had all that money and he's just sort of, yeah. it's just I'm been like, poorly invested. Like, it's like Brewster's millions and I've got to try and like blow all of my inspiration by the time I hit 40. <laughs> it's just like trying to get rid yeah. of it. Uh, you want to become a warning from history. Yeah. That's where you're aiming. Because okay. here's the thing. It's like, you know, disabled people are so inspirational. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Loads of us are, mm. but it's like, yeah. So, and the thing is, it's, yeah. it's all, it's all relative. It's all in the eyes of, of, of someone else. And it's, yeah. you know, you always get the thing. It's like, oh, do you know what? Honestly, I wouldn't be able to do it if I was you. Wouldn't yeah. be able to do it. And basically, what that's like a someone's trying to be polite and say nice, and they're trying to say that they admire the fact you they obviously see an element of resilience or tenacity in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But really, if you strip that back, what they're saying is. If I look like you, I'd rather be dead. Fuck so I couldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to get out of bed in the morning. If That's... I had to put a leg on in the morning, wouldn't want to get out of bed, I'd stay there. I'd so... leave the leg under the curtain. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking... <laughs> Is, but that's like you can yeah. take you can take it either way. But obviously, people are nice. Mm. We're in inherently we are. Thank God I'm Twitter. not you. Well yeah. done. Yeah, that I mean, is that, it. is, it's, that it's, is what's in between the lines. Yeah. And it's it, it, but inherently we are polite society, and I think yeah. we get ourselves um, kind of uh, tired ourselves up in knots mm. over trying to say the right thing. Yeah. And actually, nowadays, you know, even now, it's like obviously we're slightly more. Um, it's not, I hate the word woke. It's a load of rubbish. Yeah. It's not a thing. No. But we're, we try to be a nicer society. Yeah, 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 yeah. In, not on Twitter. Twitter people are No, no obviously, Twitter's yeah. heinous, yeah. but sometimes it's nice to walk into a bin fire. But yeah. uh, if you're cold, go to Twitter. But um, uh, that's why the last leg was so refreshing, right? Because it came along and it just, you know, especially now. But back then, that was before the Yeah, but wave I, of... I mean, even when I was told about last leg and it would be looking at clips of stuff at the Paralympics, like, yeah, we'll just laugh at some of the funny stuff. I'm like, like what? And they're like, oh, you know, there's this clip of, there's a guy, he's, he's a blind guy and he's doing a long jump and he misses a pit. And honestly, they, they were like, it's, it's hilarious. And I'm like, is it? What? And then you see it and they have a guide and the guide is kind of, their voice is kind of, they, they guide them to where they got to jump to. Right. But the guide has obviously either gone off or the guy's kind of misheard. He just goes flying off the, ed, the other side of the pit. And it's a great jump, but it don't count because he's, he ends up landing a bit on the concrete. And you watch it and you go, that is actually cotton. <laughs> but the thing we've, with last second, we always say it is, the, the thing first and foremost is, is just we celebrated the achievements. Yeah. We celebrated how good the sport was. And it is. Mm. Paralympics is elite sport. That mm. was the thing where you can have laugh at the quirks of it, but at the, at the heart of it, it's an incredible... It's just great. I love sport. And it's not, it's not after a while, it's not like, oh... He, isn't he fast for someone with one leg? You're just like, isn't he fast? Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like, that's where we got to with it, I'd like to think. And then we're able to kind of, you you celebrate and then we were able to have the fun with it. And I like mm. that. And I, I got on board with that very quickly because yeah. when I'd started last week, people would assume that I've always just laughed about stuff with my disability, but actually I haven't. No. Uh, I, I really haven't. And, yeah. and that was... It, I've learned to do it through that show. Yes. That's the crazy thing is doing it on there is, is the mad yes. thing. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's interesting. It's been a way of coping with a kind of... It's been an anger thing mechanism, right? See, basically, Just, I, was, I said to the boys last year when we, we clocked up the 10 years, yeah. I said to them, it's, it's an element of... It's a, it's a, a form of... of uh, when I finished the shooting team and I kind of realised that I maybe 
had some issues and I was self-conscious about my disability. Yeah. I remember going to see a therapist for a while and I remember him going, you need years of this at the end of it. And I was like, nah, I'm all right. And he was like, no, you, don't, you need years of this. And weirdly enough, I started, I've done 10, 11 years of it on a sofa. The therapy talking it through stuff that I'm the most self-conscious about. I talk about it on the show and I think it's, I did say to, to the boys, to Hilsey and Josh last year that, it goes beyond a job yeah. when it has that level of impact on you because it is a job and it is a lot of fun. Yeah. But it's also helped me become really uh, more, much more comfortable. Yeah. And, that, and that's a really... It's, it's, it's huge. It's, it's massive. Therapist, it? You're yeah. the nation. Like, yeah, it is. It is. It's, oh it's, it's a really... I, I do. I'm extremely, extremely lucky to, to have had that experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also good at shooting rifles. Yeah, mate. What a guy. Yeah. Okay, look, 2017, uh, you've got the Star Wars Darth Vader Bluetooth speaker. Fully Licensed, yeah, nice. One hundred and forty-six quid. That was a that was a another present for Matt Ford. Yeah, it wasn't. You know what? <laughs> Ford had left last leg by then. <laughs> I've got a different a different writer I work with. That's Obviously, right. I'm further along in telly now, wow. so the presents are getting. <laughs> oh my god! If Ford is listening to this, he is furious. <laughs> You've gone from Brian Clough to Darth Vader. Yeah, mate. Wow. The, the logical step. I tell you what, anyone who's an aspiring writer, work with Alex Brooker in about five years, you'll get a fucking house. <laughs> um, good. All right, let's move into 2018. Oh, not the first time this has come up this series. September 2018. Uh, Tom Davis bought one of these as well. So did Ed Byrne buy one of these. Uh, the Brabantia Touch Bin, 60 litre. Yeah. Oh, wait. 143 quid on a bin. Yeah. Mate. We are fucking mugs, aren't we? Oh. Somewhere, someone is seeing a Brabantia HQ jerking off frantically. That, yeah. Good bin, no, mate. Still got it? it? Good bin. Still got it? Yeah, of course I have. It's the main bin. Yeah, it's the main bin in the kitchen. Still. 60 litres, that's a week of crap, that's isn't it? That's big, yeah. yeah. Big family. You've got, oh, yeah, you got kids. They so how old are the kids now? They are five and six. Oh, man. Yeah. They can, that can fill a bin in a day, yeah. these guys. Yeah, big time. Big time. So, yeah, the girls are five and six. Okay, great okay. Uh, and they've got a posh bin. I mean, that is, that's a way of them coming across as dead middle class. Yeah. You're not going to hide your, no, Ash, your no. Ashford roots. I know, actually, gone, I think mate. I know one of the last things. The one, I know, obviously, the more recent stuff I bought, and that was stuff right. for the girls. Okay, good. All right, fine. Okay, that's a nice little preview of what's to come. Uh, right, they're going to barrel on through now to 2020 now, okay? So we're going to... Oh, it's COVID. Pandemic, yeah, here it is. Again, not loads of things. You don't go... PPE? <laughs> a lot of PPE. Uh, blood pressure monitor. No, none of that. Um, I mean... Again, man of the people, Alex Brooker. He's bought some Laurent Perrier Cuvée Rosé Champagne. Big time. Twice. Twice. Yeah, I got bang into it. Was that around about August time? Yes, yes, yes. So, that was cup final. Arsenal, Arsenal got to the cup final against Chelsea. Right. And I was like... Oh, we'll I'll have it in there in case we beat them, and we did. Yes. You know what? Rosé champagne. I don't well. have. I don't have a lot of like really expensive taste, but I yeah. do love a drop of that. I can nail that stuff because I'm not a big drinker. Yeah. But then you give me prosecco, and I'm like, mm, fizzy wine. Yeah. Champagne. It, I'm like, I've gone to a different place. Yeah. You do know. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It's got a way of going down that you're like, this. I don't even know if I'm drinking it. Yeah, mate. It's it's there. Yeah, that's it. With such men and the people talking about drinking our champagne is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Okay, fine. I'm enjoying watching the TV money going to your head with your posh bins and your fancy pants fizzy drinks. Um, and we're in the pandemic here, pandemic year. Um, you got some uh, large uh, plastic bin bags. <laughs> yeah, of oh, course. Here we go. Uh, Blue Line swimming pool net. Oh, oh wow. This is uh, July uh, 2020 again. So we've got a hot tub. Yeah. 
um, before before COVID. Actually, it was right. It was really good, and that was to fish the 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 any, any stuff any stuff out of it. Yeah, <laughs> any any bits because it was under a tree. So any leaves, I'd go and like scoop all the. Yeah, there's a moment where you've, you've installed your fancy pants hot tub. Yeah, and you're sitting there, and suddenly the first leaf falls down. You're like, yeah. oh for f- yeah. <laughs> 399 pounds 400 quid you've spent on the four-seater outdoor garden patio set oh yeah some extra seating the um the table of that is actually now smashed because um one of the window cleaners slipped off the roof and landed on it right landed on it feet through and it by the way by roof i'm talking like a lower so not a house it was like it was probably probably fell about Nine feet, but he he was kind of doing these like um oh, what the windows when they were on, on a For, uh, Velux there, Velux yeah, yeah, yeah he was yeah. doing some of them uh, by oh our uh, conservatory bit and yeah he went and uh, yeah slipped I mean, obviously the first slipped, question I have to ask and was, rather than yeah, yeah he's fine but he fucked up that table. <laughs> Love it. Did you sit there with your champagne? Oh, Excuse come, me, mate. No, I just come home and I said to my wife, I was like. That table underneath, like the it's that tempered glass. I was like, that's all fine, but underneath it, the wicker bit of it, the ram bit, it's just got God. a big, like, kind of like yeah. dent, dent in it. You don't give a shit that you've broken his fall and possibly saved no. his life. No. Can I just say, to, just to sort of loop back very quickly onto the champagne thing, I, I don't want this to become an intervention. Three bottles on the 11th of May, three bottles on the 10th of April, the four bottles on the 10th of You're buying like one a week here, mate. Yeah, I didn't have anything to do. <laughs> Oh, look, everyone knows. What else did you have to do during the... Pa- everyone got on it. I don't give a stuff what anyone says. I was just like, you didn't have anything. It was like the treat once a week. Oh, I love it. It's I was, doing, I was well. doing Zooms, absolutely. Yeah, cracking on with that stuff. Yeah, yeah I did really get into it. It's, really get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's pain, painting a lovely picture of a happy life here, man. Yeah, it really is. Enjoy, it's a beautiful enjoy thing. Yourself. The whole thing has just got such... I love the fact that your Amazon history starts just when the TV thing starts, and here you are just having an absolutely bang... Yeah. An unapologetically banging time. <laughs> That's what's good about this. It's just like, yep, I'm drinking as a champagne, yeah. got a hot tub, and in 2021... Uh, oh, this is classic, the... Uh, corner protectors for a table. I love those bits of rubber you slap on the corner. Oh, of the so table. we just moved out, and the mm. table, the kitchen island was, um, yeah, I just got a real obsession. I'm a real, with the girls, I'm a real, like, kind of panicker, worrier. Yeah. And they're not, they're not toddlers anymore, but in my head they are. Yeah. And I still think at the moment, like the door handles, when they run past the door when it's open, oh, yeah, yeah. I still get that thing and I panic. Yeah. And so, yeah, big on the corner protectors. I mean, basically, that's all parenthood is. It really is. And also, perpetual. <laughs> yeah. And also, for me, when I've like been piling into the, the rose champagne as well, so I don't, <laughs> so I don't <laughs> knock, knock it's myself not for the on kids it. at all. <laughs> Listen, we're getting towards the end of this uh, yeah. recording. It's a beautiful thing, and it's been a. I, it, what I love about the show is when you do it, and I'm like, I don't know you I that well, and now I feel like I know everything about you. Stuff which I can't believe it. So there's a thing where I bought a box set of Dawson's Creek and the yes. OC. Yeah, that's really early on, 2013. That <laughs> yeah. Was. So I love all of that. <laughs> like just, uh, yeah. 
But this is you, right? It's yeah, the comfort it's, stuff. You are unashamedly going, yeah, I love I that. love yeah, I love Christmas. I love Christmas. I, I love I love boy bands. I love the OC. I love Dawson's Creek. I love the bodyguard. Yeah, I love all yeah, of yeah. stuff like that. So I'm unashamed about it. But that is the thing, is that there is a snobbery. And only in Britain would we invent the phrase a guilty pleasure. No, yeah, no, no, it's, it's not. A... It's just it's just stuff I like. It's like my mates just go, you've got the weirdest taste in me. I've got the musical taste of a 14-year-old girl. And it's like, I don't... I, I was really weird. I like kind of stuff that is traditionally more laddie, like yeah. football, yeah. going to pub and stuff like that. And yeah. then, I've, you know, I've been to see Bodyguard Musical like six times. <laughs> so I like what I like. I like what I like. That's where we're at though, right? Yeah, That's, it is, this, yeah. is, this is wonderful. It is what it is. So listen, the, the last thing we've got here uh, that you've bought, uh, June 2023, 9.55 you've spent on the Ghostbusters boys t-shirt. Yeah. Five to six. So... Basically, I've got a Ghostbusters t-shirt and um, in Huddersfield, where I live now, there is uh, there was like a Comic-Con thing in the town centre where they had film cars. So there was an Ecto-1 right. that was going to be there, the Ghostbusters car. Oh. And I was like, do you know what? I want to go. I want to go and see this car for myself. My yeah. girls have never seen Ghostbusters. It's far too scary for them. Yeah. They've got no interest in seeing it. But... I was like, look, to try and make it a thing for them, I'll get us matching t-shirts. Good. So we all got we all got matching t-shirts, oh, and um, man. yeah, it was. I'll, I'll quickly it's the I can, merch that reels them in. That's yeah. how football clubs do it. That's how you get the kids in. Yeah, Have exactly. You got Arsenal shirts yet? I, they've got. They've had loads of Arsenal yeah, shirts. Pal. They've they've had loads of them. They absolutely. It they, does the job. They they don't like wearing them. I said to them the other day about don't wearing them. Just never give up. I know this isn't for this. With oh, you, I'm saying. There we are in front of the Ecto One. Losing, it's on my Instagram. I lose. I lost my. Um, I lost my shit when I said it. I'm a big, big Ghostbusters fan. I'm obsessed with it. It's I, incredible. I, I went to go and see um, the the newer one, Afterlife, and I got. I cried. Invited to. I cried at the end of it. I bawled my eyes out. Yeah. And I was sat next to Lee Francis, yeah. and uh, he was just like he'd already seen it. He's like, mate. You're going to cry as I won't. And I'm, I reckon I cried solidly for about six minutes. Yeah. I was gone. Yeah. And I don't cry in movies. I, oh, I cry at everything. <laughs> I mean, it's, they, yeah. You know what? It's a, it's a great place to leave the, the episode today. Yeah. Because By we, the way, the new Ghostbusters film comes out this year. James Acaster's in it. Oh I don't goodness. know if you saw that. James Acaster's yes. actually in the new Ghostbusters. I've never been as jealous of any of my mates have ever any job they've ever got ever yeah, yeah, yeah. and that is you see front and centre has he got a good I don't know I, 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 all I know is but last time I spoke to him he, he'd, been, he'd been announced I was like mate this is amazing unbelievable he was, he was just about to go and film it and that is Ghostbusters is so iconic for me yeah. that is my first memory of watching TV losing myself in movies loving the whole world yeah and, but also with Ghostbusters as well hence why what you do now it's a great combination of brilliant plotting but funny like so that combo of fun Funny, but really also funny. a great story. Like really funny, really it's funny. I amazing. love it. I absolutely, it's my it's my favourite. man. Talking about funny and a great story. That's what today has been. It's been a beautiful thing to ah. start with. To start with Brian Clough. We'll finish with Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Um, Alex, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for doing my Thank mate, you, mate. We'll come back again. We'll look back again in ten years, right? Yeah. And we'll just see just how much champagne you've been buying. Yeah, how much other other stuff for uh, for other people and better gifts for your writers. You should just pay your writers, man. You know? <laughs> that is, it's not on. <laughs> Mate, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, it's been a real joy. Thank you so much for doing and the I'll show. I'll see you. 
on Magic Christmas. Mate, you're booked. You know, you know, honestly. You are 100% booked for 100% Christmas. Yes. Honestly, that is happening. I mean, if he thinks I'm joking, he's definitely coming to do 100% Christmas. Make sure you're listening to Magic at Christmas time uh, and you'll hear us then. I mean, he really is booked. That's it. That's an oral agreement. You heard it here first. Alex Brooker is coming to work on Magic 100% Christmas. He's going to make the tease. Now, that is the end of this episode. That is the end of this series. Normally, I'd recommend uh, that you listen to next week's episode at this point. There isn't one for next week. So instead, here's a recommendation. Have a listen to my mate Katie's podcast. What a brilliant podcast my mate bought a toaster is. There's another brilliant podcast which I host. It doesn't sound quite as jolly. It's called Talking With Cancer. But it's honestly good and worth a listen. It's insightful. It's interesting. It can be funny, actually. It's honest, real and raw. It's all those things. It's basically about me. I'm Katie Phillips and my cancer diagnosis and my treatment plan and the journey that I'm on. But I also interview really fascinating guests who've been impacted by cancer, either professionally or personally. So I hope once you've finished listening to this, you'll do a little search on your podcast platform for Talking With Cancer, and I'll see you there. Thank you, Katie. They'll be there. You know they will. They're excellent listeners, the Toaster Lot. Enjoy them. Make the most of them. Uh, right, thank you so much for listening to this series of My Mate Bought a Toaster. I will be back in September. Have a lovely few weeks and I'll see you soon. All the best. Kind regards. Lots of loves. Don't be a stranger. It's my mate. Woo!